before we start this episode, we would like to acknowledge that we are on Gadigal land and the land on which we're both gathered is, was, and always will be Aboriginal land. Hi, and welcome to Trans Hot Cunt, a show made by trans people for trans people, or just anyone who's a hot cunt in general. Uh, we're going to talk about all things related to being trans, our experiences, and uh, tell you what it's like to live our lives and uh, tell you about some stories from our perspective. Um, I feel like we should inform the viewers of the pile of lollipops. Oh yeah, I brought lollipops to the studio today. Assorted. As my offering. I feel like that makes it so much better. There's like so much excitement. There's options. I know, because last time I fucking ate chips and you could hear it. Um, so, <laughs> I'm trying to have a more discreet mm. snack, you know. Well, you know, I'm 18 now. Yeah. Um, should we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. I turned 18. That's crazy. I think you should tell the people those tattoos. Oh, I got three tattoos. You know what they are. <laughs> should I say what they are? Yeah, they can't see you. <laughs> I know, but it'd be kind of funny if they just, like, wondered what they were. <laughs> if they don't already know. Imagine, like, we never put our face on the podcast and they just never knew what we looked like and it was just like... Well, I kind of liked the idea that they could imagine that I look way hotter than I actually do. <laughs> like, ooh, this mysterious voice, I wonder what she looks like. Um, I love space and sci-fi stuff and astronomy and anything related to sci-fi and space and stars and planets. So I got um, a ringed planet with some stars, a rocket ship taking off and a satellite because that is what I'm into. And I'm beyond happy with them. I fucking love them. Tattoos are just so cool. I've just booked in for my first one. I can't believe you were so on the ball. I was... I wasn't. Piper was. Oh. For my birthday gift, she got me three tattoos, an appointment for three tattoos, four days after I fucking turned 18. That is so amazing. Just like the greatest birthday gift ever. Yeah. We always talk about how much we want them. But, yeah. Well... Wow, she is a very good girl. You've been 18 for a while. Well, she's the best girlfriend, but you've been 18 for a while now, and you haven't got a single one. Well, here's the thing. I always said I was going to get on my 18th birthday. Never got around to it. COVID happened, so for a while I couldn't. True. Like, they're all shut. You turned 18 in January? In in February. February. Because I know you're an Aquarius, but I thought... Wait, what day? Valentine's 14th. Well, we were going to talk about... Some discoursey stuff. TikTok. TikTok. TikTok is a, it's a, like one of those places that it's like a rabbit hole. Like if you go on there, like for a, long enough, you're just going to get from one place to like somewhere completely different. I just signed up about five minutes ago. I can't to, believe Literally just TikTok. to look at the TikToks that you were referencing for no other reason. I can't believe. I just never got involved. That's nuts to me because I TikTok on the daily. I literally make TikToks on the daily. I know. I just, like, well, I never wanted to make them. And I was like, what's the point of having it for not to make them? And, like, all the best ones are on Instagram anyway. So I just never feel the need. And I feel like I was doing myself a service by not looking at fucking the D'Amelio sisters every day, you know? But you know, but I made a TikTok when it was musically. <gasps> it's been a, a wild ride. I feel like it's a... I feel like it's been it's a very interesting app because um there's been there's so much like online 
discourse and like craziness. I mean, this has just been brought to my attention that there's like debates going on about like verbiage relating to trans people and lesbians and stuff like that. That yeah, that's been racist. I had no idea this shit was going on. Though I find I find with most discussions or arguments relating to trans people, it's usually cis people that are having it. That's true. That's it. Like, this is my main problem with anything. It's not even really what people are arguing over. It's the fact that there's always few trans people to be seen when the argument about trans people is happening. Like, what the fuck are you, Susan? I just don't. A lot of it, I just see, like, so many of these debates going over and over. And I'm like, it, this is so not important. Like, yeah. Like, I literally just saw one, like, fucking 15 year old cis girl being like, if. A trans woman is in a relationship with a cis woman. It's not lesbian if, like, the trans woman hasn't had bottom surgery. And that's not lesbian in nature. That's cis in nature. That's, like, heterosexual in nature. And it's, like, you decided to broadcast that opinion, like, which is completely unfounded, unrelated to you in any kind of way. Why? You can ask what you think about, like, trans men identifying as lesbians. I personally, like, can't understand it myself because of my own experiences. Like, I can't really... Like, as my experience has been with, like, being trans for me, it's been very much, like, making sure that I don't... I'm not perceived as female. And then to me, like, a term that is... You can, like, I don't really care about the argument between, like, if it's women loving women or non-men loving non-men, but it's not men. And... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) A concept. And therefore, I don't think a trans man can be a lesbian, because in saying that, you're inherently saying that they aren't. And even on the line of that, I found a lot of, like, I find a lot of discomfort with, like, um, seeing, like, um, people calling themselves lesbians and then intentionally seeking out relationships with trans men. Oh, yeah. I kind of have an issue with that as well, because I'm like, you're not viewing them as men, um, clearly. And there's also a lot of, like, um, I guess you would say, like, backwards advocacy, because people are like, if you're a lesbian but you refuse to date trans men, that's transphobic, and it's like, no, that's literally the mm. definition of lesbianism, and you're, you're being transphobic and saying that trans men can't be classified as... Men. Well, it's like, is this what people are talking about? It's not air. It's every, TikTok has everything. It's just like, I mean, I found a lot of good shit on TikTok and like, I mean, I literally just enjoy seeing, like, I follow a lot of trans people that are just like lit people and I enjoy just like seeing trans people existing and like enjoying their lives. And I think that's a really positive aspect of TikTok because, like, it can show, like, trans people that there's, like, trans people thriving and living and, like, feeling themselves and, like, having good relationships. Like, an example of that's, like, AJ Clementine. I, brought I her fucking up. love her. I brought her up in another episode, but, like, that sort of thing where it's, like, she's just a really good, I think a really good role model for um, younger trans people. So I think that's a really good, you know... That sort of thing. And I've seen lots of trans people like that on TikTok. So I think that's a big part of it. Like, that is good. And obviously, it's, like, really a, an amazing example for people to see. 
I like that there's becoming more of an openness about the physical nature of being a trans person mm. in the TikTok format. Yeah. You know, as well as on Instagram. Yeah. I like that. I see a lot of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I mean, like, I see a lot of. Well, I like that a lot of aspects of social media are promoting queer people to be more open, um, especially trans people to be more open about, like, the less glamorous aspects of being a trans person. And I think it's a really cool platform for people to learn yeah. about trans people and queer people because otherwise, where would they? It's not fucking happening at school. Mm, exactly. Not in fucking sex ed. So, like, it's cool that it can happen there. I kind of recently have been thinking more about, like, like physical transition stuff and kind of thinking about, like, kind of, like, if I wanted to get anything else done and if I didn't. Because, you know, how I, I was talking about this in another episode about how, like, it's kind of, like, now we've both kind of, like, just been, like, chill for a while. Yeah. And I'm kind of at this point where I'm, like, yeah, but then... I kind of get into this mindset where I'm kind of like, oh, but I could, like, do this. Yeah, I mean, I also think, something I think about a lot is the fact that we're both 18 years old now. Mm. Um, Crazy. And it's like, I always like to consider where I'll be at in 10 years from now. Mm. How I'll look. 28. How I'll look, it, like, in 5, 10, 20 years, like, mm. I, like, the trajectory of our physical transition over, like, the rest of our adulthood and ultimately our lives is very interesting to me because mm. it's like all of this has obviously happened in a cluster of the last like three or four years, mm. five years. So like as soon as we made such a like affirmative decision about who we wanted to be, we pursued that so mm. extremely for like three, four, five years, worked really hard in, in basically just like our late teenage years to be like content and happy in the way we look and the way we present and stuff like that. What the fuck happens for the next like 10, 15, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, cause I always say now like, Oh, I'm happy with where I'm at now. I'm happy with how I look. I'm happy with how I sound like my presentation, my body, my shit like that. But where does like, you know, it is, it becomes this feeling of like, what's, what do I like? What's happening next? Like for the rest of my life, am I just like woman? You know, that's just like done. That's just 100% happy like I genuinely really wander and also one thing that's really interesting is that for a lot of things I always kind of had this idea that like the future would um so, like settle a lot of things that I was anxious about like if I wasn't happy with one physical aspect about me or like one emotional aspect about me I was hoping that in the future that would eventually just work out mm. or like if I didn't like one aspect of my body I was like oh that will develop further in the future or like I'll look better in the future I'll be mm. more beautiful in the future but like you really don't know I was thinking about this the other day because I was like because obviously like with me still getting hormone injections it doesn't do anything same. yeah it doesn't do anything now it just keeps me the same mm. and I kind of just had this thought where I'm like is do I am I going to look like this first of my life I'm kind of like I feel like I'm not, like, I could, I don't know. Well, one thing I think about is, like, I mean, right now in my head, the way I look to myself is I look like a trans person. Not in that I think I look as if I'm 
giving myself away as a trans person. It's just in my head, I identify myself mm. as a trans person when I look at myself. But I think in the future, when I'm like 30, for example, well, I just look like a woman in her 30s that had just like a, a female history. You know what I mean? It's a really weird thing to explain, but it's like the future is such a weird, uncertain, like question posing mm. sort of thing. And like, like I said, you work so hard in these like, teenage years to be happy with yourself and it feels like all of the big things happen at once mm. um like all these huge changes and like transformation and shit happens all at once like as quickly as possible then you just sort of like settle yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really i know it's a weird feeling and it's like especially because it kind of consumes a lot of your life and like what mm. you're doing for a lot of those years and it's like a big part of you is transitioning and then you kind of just like, I don't. Yeah. Like it's weird to think about. Mm. I also know a lot of trans people transition later in life. So I don't really know much about like the process for trans people when they start young and how the rest of their life just works yeah. out, you know, mm. without being consumed by the need to transition further. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know if I'll ever have any further surgeries or procedures mm. or, like, um, anything like that. Like, I obviously we're only 18 and I feel like my psyche is going to change. I mean, it already changes, like, every three months. I feel like yeah. I'm just going to fucking be a completely different person five years from now. Who knows? But it is really weird to think about the fact that we are just going to stay as, like, this like, we finally reached the thing that we want to be so badly, and now we're just going to be that for the rest of our lives. And then, like, what, it's, yeah, it's it's weird. You know? Yeah, I, know what I never, mean. like, when I was obviously really, really young and hadn't transitioned yet, I never imagined my future as a male. And that was one of the biggest things that, like, obviously led me to discover, like, my true gender identity and stuff like that, is that growing up, I never saw myself in my future living a male life, having a male future. Yeah. Um, so it's like almost surreal to think about the fact that I'm achieving like a female future. Yeah. It's like, you'll finally like have reached that thing. It's like, it's, and also I don't really know what, like, you know, cause there's a lot of expectations. I don't know if I'll ever want to have kids mm -hmm. or like, you know, my career. You know, I know what you mean. These are all. These are all. But it's very exciting. Much, it's these, exciting. It's not weird or sad or scary or like. You're very everything. much it's having very all the exciting. Just turning eighteen moment. That was deep. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was deep on the pod. We got very vulnerable. Yeah. Wow. That very was really open, emotional. Honest. Like, yeah. Like I had to grab my tissues. Like I had, went through a few lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, your earlier statement sparked a question in my mind, and I just need to figure out how I'm going to word it. Okay, I'm just going to... Well, I guess, like, this is what I want to discuss. Are there aspects about being trans that you think you need to pursue further in your future? Or do you think, do you think that, like, where you are now is how you're content to be or, like, what would there be further to pursue as a trans person in the future? I mean, for me, the thing that I've always had on my mind 
Um, and it's always been there because I've actually been told, which I don't even actually know the facts, so I'm not going to relay them. I'm just going to say what I've been told. <laughs> um, but I've been told that I'm having a hysterectomy, so getting your, uh, I hate the word uterus, removed. Can it. I have it? <laughs> yeah. But I, obviously, I haven't ever really cared that much because you can't, like, see organs. Mm. It doesn't have any physical change. I mean, it would feel great to me emotionally knowing that I don't have classified, like, biologically female organs, but also it's, like, a big procedure and it doesn't make an emotional difference. Or well, I mean, it doesn't make a physical difference at all to my, like, appearance. So I've never really cared. I've been, t like, people have basically kind of said, and I've heard stuff about, like, if you've been on testosterone for a certain period of time, you can, you have, like, a higher chance of getting, like, ovarian cancer and ovarian cysts and stuff because naturally your body, like, because obviously you no longer have a cycle and, like, it's just, like, dying. It's just dying. Yeah. I know the logistics behind that because that was just, like, shit on, like, Tumblr in the day and then on TikTok now and stuff, so, like, I don't know. Um, I have talked to my doctor about it and she did kind of... It was, you know, the one we were talking about last time. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. She's alive. No. <laughs> <laughs> she just quit. But, um, <laughs> she, she's alive. She's alive. But um, she did say to me, she was like, look, you don't need to rush, because this was after I just had top surgery. She's like, you don't need to rush, you just had top surgery. Calm down for a couple of years. But yeah, it is probably... Fucking calm down. Yeah. <laughs> You're like running back into the operating room like, what else can you do? <laughs> yeah, but um, she was like, calm down. But yeah, it is better for you Like, if you get it eventually. We'll talk about it in a couple of years, basically. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know... I have that on my mind. Still more to think about, you know. Something. Also, just the th thing going into surgery is a lot. Um, it was a lot emotionally. It was a lot physically. I want to actually, this is me asking if anyone else who's had any sort of surgery has been tricked in this way. So, we were going, both of us had this, but okay, I'm just going to tell my story. I was going into to get surgery, and they injected me with something, and they were like, Oh, this will like help calm you down and relax for the surgery. Three seconds later, I'm not asleep. They put the anesthetic in without telling me it was anesthetic. They lied. They were like, oh yeah, this will just calm me down. Yeah, and then I woke up literally in another room without my tits. And it's like, what? Time's lost. Yeah. Is, it, is it weird? Like, how long does the surgery last for? Well, it was like three hours. And you were like under for all of that? No, I don't. It's weird, just, just like, think. It was just instant. It was like wow. I put it out and I was up. I don't think I've really had any kind of incredible surgical experience like that other than getting metal teeth. I mean, is it is anesthesia optional? What if you want to be awake? No. Procedure? Do you think someone could like cut you open and just like keep you awake through it? Well, you wouldn't watch. You can't feel it, but you can watch. Uh, I wouldn't want to watch. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy going under. I liked waking up. I felt great. Um, Someone wanted us to address like... um the like verbiage of lesbian and whether or not you can use it in the context of trans people. I just should say, in case anyone needs to hear it, trans women have every right to identify as lesbian in the same way that cis women do. Mm. And a trans woman being in a lesbian relationship with a cis woman is still just everybody's lesbian, mm. regardless of like, you know, sexual exchange, genitalia, physicality, anything like that, it's still a lesbian relationship. I know, I just think it's fucking stupid, and I think 
all that's important is approaching a trans person's sexual identity in regard to their correct gender. It's it's like it sounds so dumb that we even have to like talk about the fact that trans men aren't lesbians and that yeah. they're like and you know trans women aren't straight for me with you know what I mean? It feels and dumb that, that like it's, trans women can be lesbians. Yeah, it like, feels dumb that at this point it's something we even have to address, but there's so much like discourse over it that But it's just like obviously, yeah. <laughs> like I fucking hate that and again it's mostly predominantly people that aren't even trans having this argument. So I question why they even feel the need to get involved. The fact that I mean, we sort of did explain the discourse over, like, the trans stuff and the lesbian stuff. It's just I think the point I want to get across is, like, the way you can address and the way you can, like, argue the verbiage and the rights regarding trans people and, like, the the nature of the relationships trans people have is, like, not yours to argue and not your area to speak for. Yeah, and that's really the thing that I wanted to address, and that I've noticed in all this discourse on TikTok and people talking about whether trans women can be lesbians or trans men can, you know, be gay men and all that shit. People just need to fucking mind their own business, and like the nature of trans people's relationship and their status is not something for you to have a debate over on TikTok. It's really not. Trans people will let you know what they're comfortable with, and they will let you know how they should want to be addressed, and they will tell you how they identify and the nature of their relationship you don't have to do that for them you know that's so true and also i feel like the nature of like literally just ask people like yeah people will always yeah. tell you how they identify and like it's not for sure. I just feel like it's such a dumb non-argument like nothing needs to really be said because it's just like people will tell you it's not a whole thing and i feel like it's just such a non-issue that's become so blown out of proportion in so many ways for sure and what we're talking about that i found really interesting about like our future as trans people is like it's such a uncertain thing but i think that there's so much excitement in that and obviously like we don't really know what our future is going to look like in terms like physically mentally yeah and it may go a million different ways from here but i think that that's like one of the most powerful things about being a trans person is that it's, you're always changing. And I literally, I'm already so different to how I was a year ago. Mm, same. Like, who knows where the fuck I'll be in five years, you know? Yeah. And yeah, if there's almost like this urgency to like find yourself quickly. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's almost like this... Like, prove yourself. Yeah, this sense of like, holy shit, I have means to like be myself now. I have means to be comfortable to like find this way to present and to behave that's that most fits how I feel internally I have to like stress that as much as possible and I have to fucking have to go for it and that's where all this growth comes from and it's really cool because who knows where the fuck we'll be when like we have this much growth in the space of a year we have a whole life ahead of us exactly fuck yeah I mean I always used to when I was like young like I mean I'm so young but when I was like really young when I was a child. When I was a young tot, I always used to, like, being unsure of whether or not I was a woman or a trans woman, the way I used to just say it was, like, I wonder if I'll die with a vagina. <laughs> that was what it's I used so to say. Like, it's but it's di- But it's, like, deep. It's, like, yeah. I wonder if when I die, I'll die with a vagina. That's a good, like... But it, it's, and, you know, it holds true. 
So think about that. <laughs> so, so take that home for the episode. So take that home. Unpack that. What does it mean to you? Yeah. I think I had enough. I feel like giving up. And I don't give a fuck. But I don't know. I don't know what I want. Or if I got it done. We've all had a fun. But then now I... Second guesses, I'm stuck in my doubt Starting to feel like I lost my way out Scratched all my itches and itched all my scratches I hate to admit, but I'm stuck to my mattress